Chip Defer, this is Jay Michaels. Oh, good to hear from you. Good to hear from you. If I'm on the line, you're on the air. Okay. How's everything with you? Pretty good, thank you, sir. Can't complain. <laughs> sure you can. Nowadays, sure you can. No complaints, kid. No complaints. What are you doing during uh, during this this uh, forced vacation? Uh, I'm writing a play, for one thing, and uh, it's actually a blessing to have no distractions, um, and uh, it's going to be good, and it's something I want to do for many years, so I took advantage of, uh, like, usually, I would try to carve out some private time. I would, like, sometimes, like, sort of, like, lock the doors and push people away, and you know, disappear, we'll say, uh, I'll reemerge when the play is finished. And this time, life has given me that opportunity without me having to do anything since I can't go anywhere and it's sort of, uh, I can't get distracted because, uh, you know, I can't really go, go out, so the play is getting finished and it's going to be really good. So I'm, I'm hearing that a lot. I'm talking to a lot of people and, and every, any playwright or budding playwright has always said, well, now's the time. I'm, I'm, sitting, I'm sitting down at my computer and I'm going to write the, the great American novel or, 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 it, it, or the magnum it, it, opus. It is. It is. I mean, I, 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 I'm very much a, a workaholic. I, I'm always doing it anyway, but it's, I, I never thought I'd say there's a blessing to all of this because there's so much tragedy and a lot of people I know have been not only sick, but people close to me have died, so I, I, don't, I don't want to make light of that, but I'm just saying there's a, you ask what I'm doing, and I'm, I am actually enjoying the writing, you know. I think all of us, uh, I've said this many times in different ways, it's it's sort of like nature telling us to simply reboot. It's 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 time to turn off the computer for a minute and, and turn back on and see what you get, and for for us, yeah. our minute is, is until we, we can exit our homes. I know what you mean. I know what you mean exactly. Um, what do you What do you think the uh, uh, when this is all over? Now, now you're already in the midst of, of creation from this, and so many people's creativity has, has gone wild on on good and bad levels on this. Uh, what, what's the arts world going to look like when all this is over? That's the big mystery. Um, uh, I, I have an album that I produced. This would have been my like thirtieth album that was supposed to be out right now and the uh, warehouse CD Baby Warehouse is shut down yeah. non-essential businesses are shut they don't know when they'll reopen I worry that um, like today I drove by my one of my favorite little local restaurants on my way to the pharmacist and the restaurant has closed permanently they, oh, they, no. they've got they've got you know the plywood in the windows and stuff so oh. for sale and so not everything will survive when uh, like there were Broadway plays this season, I really wanted to see uh, Laurie Metcalf was coming back to Broadway, and you know, uh, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? And that uh, it's not it, coming back. It, it just canceled. Yeah. It, it, it's not being postponed. And The Hangman from London, which which won all these awards in London, uh, again canceled. And some of these other plays, um, whether depending on how long it is, even if Broadway reopens. Will the crowds be there? Will the tourists be there? If they, you know, will, will people have the money to do it? Will they be, will they be scared to be in a group? Not, all this is unknown. Um, when, when the, you know, Great Depression happened, um, uh, and, and still some producers were able to get money to put on shows, uh, the attendance was down just because, you know, the the, the public was was poor. And, of course, and we may we, we may have that because I mean this is. Um, I mean, these are small things, but uh, right now, um, if I get an offer in the mail saying, oh, uh, something I want to buy and the price is on sale or something like that, I'm like, 
not going to buy right now because I'm right. thinking to myself, I don't know what my income is going to be in five months, six months. I don't know what the world's going to look like. So, so everyone's like that, and it's not going to be easy to reboot. Even after nine eleven, I don't know if you remember it, but uh, the theater world uh, was tenants were depressed for years. Sure, the, the restaurant business. It took a long time before. Um, the public confidence came back, and when they did come back, the patterns had changed. They always change a little bit in, in ways unforeseen. And uh, so, so you, there was a, I can remember um, a play that got great reviews. I was one of the ones who gave it a great review in the New York Post. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, they were doing Bad Boy, and it was opening just around the time of 9 11. And it should have run much longer than it did, and and it was in that hot zone that was right near the stuff, and it, it closed prematurely simply because, uh, you know, what is that? An act of God? I mean, something that of course, foreseen. right? And and and, that, and it was it got great reviews. It was a great production, and 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 right now I have friends who are, I'm sure you would know these two who are they were in, in national tours of Broadway plays, and yeah. All those tours have stopped. Will they start again at some point? Will they reassemble those casts? I don't know. Plus, I mean, so none of us know knows where knows where things are going. I'm hoping for the best, um, but you never you, you just never know what changes. You know, it's it's pretty scary because uh, this has been pointed out to me many times. Uh, even if Broadway opened up on whatever day it's supposed to open up, right. the months after it. Uh, how many people will have the money to, to spend right. on a Broadway show? Even an off-Broadway show, and nowadays with, with relaxed rates from equity, even off-off-Broadway, people are like, right. I don't have the $40. Sorry, I That's can't right. go. That's right. So That's it, right. it could be months more before we see, you know, a theater season. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's scary on a lot of levels. And then you have the fact of right now, how many performers I know who are either ill with the virus, I mean, so many great performers uh, are... Um, holding a cast together will be harder. I mean, all these things, the virus isn't just going to go away if they declare someday we reopen um, Broadway or we reopen America. We, you know, there's not going to be a vaccine right away. The virus will still be there. People will still be getting infected. And it's, it's uh, some people that don't, I don't, don't understand how, all these ripple effects are. The other thing that scares me and bothers me a little bit is that there's going to be deaths that will not be attributed to the virus, but that wouldn't have occurred without the virus. For example, if if, if all the ventilator, ventilators are in use for people with COVID-19, other people will have developed conditions that might require that, and they won't get it. They That's may right. have something unrelated. That's last, right. Last August, um, I was in a hospital for something totally unrelated to this, and there were like all kinds of doctors and staff and nurses taking great care of me. Um, you know, like like you you snap your fingers and, and somebody would say, "Are you feeling bad? Or do you need this? Or do you want more uh, oxygen? Or whatever it was." Right now, uh, my doctor says he he wouldn't want to send anybody to a hospital. There's no the staffs are short. The the, the nurses are getting sick. They don't even have the masks. Right, and that. Anyway, that's, I'm not telling you anything you don't know there. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm even more concerned about those that think they're going to not need medical care. That if somebody has a heart ailment or anything and they right. say, okay, I'll, I'll be fine until everything right. lightens up, and they don't. So, yeah, right. the, the death toll has, has far too many levels right on, now, on this. Right now, there are people putting off things that can be postponed, like 
a, say, colonoscopy or something like that, and they, they say, oh, I'll wait till this is all over. And in the meantime, maybe a, a, a cancer is not being detected. Or exactly. Like a lot of things like that. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and and if nothing else, the virus exacerbates other things in people. They, right. Someone someone could have a very serious heart condition, and just just the the hint of the virus in their system, and they're gone. Right. So right. it's it's right. we're we're looking. We're lo- well, I, I I'm I'm not going to summarize things that everyone has. I, I'm I'm asking this question. It's funny. I heard it last night in Bill Maher, and you're one of the, you're you're someone who this is really an excellent question for because you spent 18 years at the New York Post. That's right. Um, and and from from what I see, a lot of your work, you love the good old days. Yeah. Uh, uh, have we ever ever seen anything like this before? Absolutely. The, the Spanish flu was this bad or worse. My grandmother, when I was little, she told me how she lost two children due to that, and then named two two subsequent children after the ones who had died. So she would certainly never forget that. She told me about them shutting down the, the theaters, the churches. She had helped form a church in, in, in Allentown, Pennsylvania, with fellow immigrants, and, and it was shut down. I mean, she would never forget these things because they were unimaginable. The schools were shut down. Uh, I, I've looked through old issues of variety, and, 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 and the flu was decimating people. And at this point, variety was reporting that the theaters all across the U.S. had been shut down except New York because it was considered too vital a business. And at that point, New York hadn't yet shut down. And you wonder how many people died because somebody was deciding, we can't afford to stop Broadway. They can stop the touring shows, but we're not going to stop Broadway. Right. So they faced all those decisions and may have put things off because it's that gamble. What is the economics? What is that? And then someone has to... But they... they that virus... Uh, infected at least a third of the people all around the world. Uh, you know, we're just at the early stages to see what this will be, and 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 uh, heaven help us. Um, that's the other thing we should have been. We should have learned from that that whatever's happened in the past is possible to happen again, and to have that kind of of uh, that it could thoroughly saturate the population all around the world in an age when there was no. Uh, easy transportation, just being caught from person to person. It was transmitted one person to another, like like this is, and yet still no part of the world escaped it. That tells you we, we can't think we're invulnerable today. No. I have friends, I, I can't believe they can still be so ignorant because they're they're writing me from some little uh, state saying, we're, we're, we're lucky we don't have it here. And I'm like, this is, we're not like you guys in New York. And I'm like, don't you understand? There's no nothing that could make you immune. I mean, we may right. be ahead of you on the curve, but they don't get it yet. They think like, we only have a few cases in our state, like it's always going to be like that. And I'm like, it's so naive to think, I can remember when we only had a few cases in New York, I, in, in early March, I was still running recording sessions and uh, we were still thinking like, it's a, a little thing that doesn't affect too many people. Do you know what I mean? And of we course. Going to New York and getting around the mic and singing and being happy and, and never thinking that a week or two later, um, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's suddenly it's, everybody knows people that, that are that are sick. Yeah, I had uh, I had a colleague who who when I was interviewing him, he's in Florida, and and at that point he said, "No, it's oh well, yeah, you guys in New York, yeah, I understand, but we're fine, we're fine here in Florida. So far, it's okay." And then the next day, uh, suddenly there, there there were all sorts of lockdowns within Florida. 
So, so I, I kept thinking to myself, oh, he's he's eating his words right now. Um, is is it uh, is it going to be now? now yes, my my uh, uh, my wife even talks about uh, the nineteen eighteen flu because she lost many relatives in that. Um, but uh, do you think this is going to be bigger because of techno Because of technology, I think we we become more arrogant. Because we can we can we can do all this with a computer, we think we're going to be infallible to nature. Uh, do you think this is going to be bigger than 1918? You think this is going to be more devastating? I can't predict it, but it's amazing that people were using masks in 1918, uh, and and people are resistant to using it right now. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm like I'm like we still have we're still a lot of people are still in denial and are still. Um, treating this like, uh, you know, one of my friends, a wonderful member of the theater community, he records with me often and he's going to do a, a play with me when this is all over and stuff. Like he, he's like saying, oh, he can't wait. He figures in a month or two, this will be over and we'll reopen and he'll be back to normal. And I, I keep trying to tell him, um, just because they tell you it's a month lockdown, that doesn't mean everything's fine after a month. How, how is that, how is that possible? But, but, but that's what he's hearing when they say it'll be shut down till the end of April. He, to him, that means May after that, it's fine. You know, and it doesn't work like that. But you, we hear what we want to hear sometimes. You know. And I think we're we're being deaf to the part that now people are saying there's going to be a resurgence next uh, next winter. Right. right. My, I can remember my grandmother. That's what she remembered. She remembered saying that. All the authorities were saying the worst is past, the worst is past, and the worst hadn't come yet. I mean, and she was not an educated woman. She was just talking common sense. But she remembered, like, it got to the point where they didn't want the parents going to the hospital to visit anybody because, so your kid can be in the hospital. There was no room at the hospital. They didn't want people there. All those things she told me, I never thought I'd see them duplicated. But right now, like, I have to go to, for unrelated to the virus, I have to go to the hospital for for some routine tests on, uh, on some pre-existing problems. Right. And now if I go there, uh, before they even let you see the doctor, they're taking your temperature, they're asking you screening questions, they're giving me a mask to wear, and I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm coming to get help, but they're already treating me like, which is proper, like, uh, you know, we're all at risk right now. You know, we can't. Uh, my own pulmonologist told me, he says his, the doctor who trained him, his mentor just died of this virus in New York. Oh, and now, as it tells him, he says, if that guy who's a top pulmonologist uh, 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 dies, you know, who, who among us is, 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 so he scared me a little bit. You know, I'm he, sure. I, I, I went to see him the other day and he says, the minute you get home, he says, don't go anywhere else, go home take off the clothes, take a shower immediately, wash the clothes. And I said, all I did today was you at your office. He says, it's still a risk. He says, completely. And, 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 so I'm like, I'm like, boy, anyway. It's, it, uh, to take out the garbage has become, has become this, this endeavor for me just because I have to wear the proper things, go outside, put the, put, put them in the kit. Then the rubber gloves have to come off, come inside the hand sanitizer, go back upstairs and then shower and everything. It's like, what happened to grabbing the bag and throwing it in the can? It's it's right, it's a right. new world. Right. I, I I was walking out the other day and a, a lady I didn't even realize it. The wind had knocked the cap off my hand and she said, That's your cap, it's on the ground and she looked, she was about to pick it up and give it to me and then she And realized she, she stood 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 back like, like that could kill her. You know, like <laughs> God. a small cap. But I, I picked it up myself, you know. So thank you and, and, and what can you do? You know? It's it's it's, uh, I'm trying to make, I wish, I, I wish 
you know, the other thing that's crazy is that you can go to stores and the stores will have no um, uh, toilet paper, you know, and you're like, geez, can't the government uh, guarantee that there's at least toilet paper in America? You know? I, I laugh. It's it's a respiratory flu. It's not a stomach flu. Right, 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 right. But it's what it is, you know. I, 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 I was talking to somebody yesterday on the phone out in Nevada, and that's the first thing they're talking about. They're saying, like, they're telling me in the body, says, we can't find toilet paper anywhere. Am I going to drive 40 miles for toilet paper? I said, order it on Amazon. At least you'll know you'll have it. There you go. In China or someplace in a month, you know, or whatever it takes, you know. And even then, you got to spray the box with alcohol before you open it in your rubber gloves. And oh my God! My friends, I sent them a get well card. They said they, they said they were they they've been scared to go down and open the mailbox. You know, uh, uh, so so it's what it is. You know, friends trapped recuperating from a, a, the virus, and 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 uh, they said like uh, they said like uh, you know I'll, I'll, in, a, in a week I'll tell the mailman to bring up my mail. I I, I won't go to the mailbox. No, no. I'm like okay, I get it, I get it, but you know. Do you think we should just uh, uh, retreat to the good old days and exactly what what your grandmother did back then? Just wear the mask, wash the hands, stare, stand apart from people, and 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 not think we're so invincible just because we can order Grubhub. That's part of it, but I'll tell you another thing, um, uh, which we're not. As uh, I've had a couple, of, I've had productions of my shows done in in South Korea, so I've developed good friends. Korea, you know, we talk online, and Korea is way ahead of us in, 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 in testing per capita, and they can do enough testing with the advantage of, if you can test many, many, uh, a large percentage of the people, um, then you can find people who are asymptomatic and quarantine them before they can spread it, so they're ahead of us in that, they're smart to do that, they can also tell other people who didn't know it, You've had it, but now you you're recovered from it, and you probably got some immunity. You you've got the antibodies, and it's good for them. That's valuable information for them to have too. Of course, to somebody else, you're 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 neither. You haven't got, got it. You don't have it, but but you have to be careful because you're one of the ones that um, theoretically uh, uh, you're healthy right now. But but so everyone, not everyone, but a large percentage of the people now in Seoul know their status. We're nowhere near that, and, and that's... I wish we were thinking like that because that kind of logic that says... And, and then if they're... If they know someone's infected, even if they're asymptomatic, they make that person be quarantined. They don't just say, uh, try to avoid people or try to wash your hands. And, and we may have to do... I mean, if we really want to get a hold of it, knowing who's who's ill is a good start. I, I don't know why we can't learn from... Are we so proud we, we, we can't say maybe South Korea is ahead of us in that? It doesn't mean they're ahead of us in everything, but, you know, we can learn from them. That's another that's another bit of arrogance. We're America. We do it right the first time. No, we don't. Right, right. Uh, uh, they, they closed their, their borders. They closed everything. The moment it was there, they shut everything right, down right. and literally tested the, the, the country to, right. to make sure of it. Uh, we well again. We we thought we were far more infallible. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and uh, uh, it, it, it's sheer. I mean, some of it's sheer madness. I mean, uh, uh, it's crazy that my friends in South Korea who look up to everything American, they they think like we are the 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 the, the country to emulate. That their tests are available and commonplace. And here, uh, my 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 sister's uh, son was told he, he needed to be tested because his, his college roommates uh, got infected and he was with them and now they, they told him uh, 
or they, he just took the test. They told him now we have to wait 10 days for a result to come back because mm-hmm. there's a backlog. 10 days? What, what good does that do? You know what I mean? That's, that's like... Uh, Lives can be lost in 10 days. I said, you have to assume right now you've got it and, and act as if you've been told now you've got it. You can't, you know, assume like uh, until I hear something, I don't know, uh, but it's like, uh, I'm like, Jesus, we're supposed to be... Uh, so I get frustrated. And then I turn on the TV and I hear those press briefings and and, and, and and Trump is trying to spin everything the best possible way. And then I think, geez, if my nephew, who's been told you've been with people who are infected uh, in your in your college dorm, you can't uh, you can't get a test. I said, there's something wrong. I mean, on all levels, there's something wrong. When I, 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 I near me is Valley Hospital, one of the I mean, it's a top hospital, top hospital. And right now they're like asking people for donations of, of masks. Yeah. And, 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 and I'm like, how is it that a, a, a top hospital in a prosperous uh, community in New Jersey is, is like begging for donations? You know, I, 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 it's, 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 it's mind boggling. I, I, I just, I just. Uh, that, that's I, why on, on so many levels, I think this is. This is a, a unique occurrence all over, even comparing to 1918, because at least we're some form of a united country. I don't feel we're united right, in right. this. I think there's there's one faction trying to buy off of the other faction on this, and I I, I don't see it being a galvanizing force. I see it being no, you know no, opportunistic. I have, friend, I have a friend who's a lifelong Trump supporter, and she'll she'll message me things like, "You read the drive-by media too much. There's nothing to be scared about. This is all a media scare to take down Trump." She really believes that. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, the drive-by media, you know, because uh, uh, I'm reading the New York Times and the Washington Post. To her, that's like, or listening to CNN, she says, that's like, you know, their propaganda. And I'm like, okay, I'm sorry, you know. Um, I wrote for 18 years for a Murdoch newspaper. Let me tell you, uh, 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 Trump. Trump had like a uh, blessed status that he was protected status. The, the post never took, never said anything bad about Trump. Uh, okay, they, they would have read a headline that the, you know, Marla Maple says his sex with him was the best sex I ever had. All that stuff, which which he considered flattery. But there was five years when I, I think was that there. was a Daily News headline, actually. Well, I think we it, both had it. I was at the I was at the Daily News was, at that time, and I remember that headline. If it was the Daily News, it doesn't matter. The Post still has a protected status. Oh, of course. You're going to miss the point I'm going to get to. The point is, then for five years, um, Murdoch, while I was there, Murdoch was not running it. He was told that if he had Fox TV, he couldn't have the Post. So a real estate developer uh, named Peter Calico was the publisher. Right. And the first edict that went out from Peter Calico was that this is, this is, and you could ask our, our, our editor chief and so like that. It was put out in writing that the post was not to criticize Donald Trump. And there was one other person who was not to be criticized. And it was the strangest thing in the world that he, he was a, 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 for whatever reason, he had official in writing protected status. And so did uh, another guy whose name I'd have to look it up and I have it uh, there. But it's, it, but it was uh, like you, you wondered, what did he have on these people? Why did they, why did they care so much about, um, you know, he was not going to get bad press from our paper. And he would come to the post parties like, like, uh, like schmoozing up the press. Of and, it's all, it's all, it's stranger than strange. Anyway, sorry to get off the topic. But nope, that was, that was a great topic because he, in a recent press conference, he uh, uh, 
he mentioned that he doesn't wear a mask because he thinks it's unsightly. He doesn't want to meet diplomats and things in, in a mask. And I'm like, you're not meeting anybody now. <laughs> I, I'm laughing, but it's not, you know, it's not really funny. It keeps me up at night. I might sound like this is just uh, not to be taken seriously, but I'm losing sleep over this. Yeah, I'm, really, sure. I'm really worried for, for our country and worried about, I mean, you know, uh, you know, like when my doctor says your job is to survive this, it, that comes before you have to worry about. It's nice that I'm writing a play, but first make sure you make sure you live to do it. Yes, not to get killed. You know, right. not to get killed by it. And I'm like, oh, boy, I want to try to forget that, but he won't let me. You know, <sighs> good doctor. Good yeah, doctor. Chip, it's yeah. a pleasure to speak to you. Thank, well, thank you, you so, so much. Jay. Oh, my pleasure. Stay well. Um, uh, it, 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 you're a national treasure. Whenever, whenever I mention your name, people go, "Oh, really?" When I told people I was, I was calling you today, they're like, "Really? You are?" I'm like, "Okay, great." Yeah, and Jay, if I want to put something on Facebook, how do I say? Is there a way people can hear this, or is this? I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you links and everything like that, so so you know exactly sure. what to do with it, and I'll, I'll tag you as well. Thank you so uh, much because they need to hear what you have to say. Thank, Thank you so you. much, Chip. I'll, I will talk to you soon. Ciao. Great.